The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. You li- I'm listening to 49 of Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? I could not be more excited um, than I am right now. I I genuinely believe this is the most excited slash nervous I've ever been for an episode. And this is, I want to look it up because I should have looked it up beforehand and I apologize. We've been doing this a long time. This is episode 1000. And 74 of the 49ers Rush podcast. And I'm nervous. I'm not nervous about the game. I, I'm not nervous about this episode, really, to be honest with you. We're giving away two Super Bowl tickets. 
And I am so pumped uh, for this. I don't know who the winner is yet. We're going to do the spin and all that stuff uh, here in about five to ten minutes. I want to give people time to uh, make sure that they get in and they can participate live. But, man, it's, you know, we do a lot of lip service, perhaps, and I hate that, you know, talking about the community and the increasing fan experience and all those things. And it was terrified, you know, entering into this. Whole thing, and this is going to be a full episode, maybe our longest episode we've ever done, which I'm excited about. I'm not looking to go anywhere. We've got, I think, 18 pages of notes. We're going to preview the 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl, start to finish scouting reports, predictions, bets, um, rankings, you name it, matchups, all those things. But at the end of the day, we're getting the opportunity to make two people's dream come true. Uh, and that is freaking awesome. Awesome, and I'm so excited, and I, I'm very thankful for all of you guys that are here um, that have you know been along on this journey. This year's been crazy; it has been absolutely insane. And for us to like get to this point, one of two teams, it's right there. You know what I mean, Jack Del Rio, Joe Del Rio. Um, yeah, I pray it for those Super Bowl tickets. I love it. I hope you win, man. Ed, appreciate you. Congrats to the winner. And celebrate other people's success. That's just huge. I'm not even going, um, but hopefully whoever wins has a great time. Let's go. Hoping somebody can grab those tickets. So we're going to wait about five to ten minutes until um, we do that. What's up, TJ? How we doing, man? And Ishmael, thank you, man. He says, John, you're a legend for organizing this lifetime opportunity for $100. It's terrifying. You know, we did it for the divisional round, but like eating, you know, the, that expense is is crazy. Um, but I'm very excited, and I'm excited for whoever gets to go. What's up, Danielle? How you doing? Appreciate you guys. This is awesome. Uh, you guys are the absolute best. So let's start, and here in about five minutes or so, we're going to jump in, and we'll we'll give those tickets away, which I'm so excited about. Man, Nicholas Parra. And let me just say before we get too started, shout out to my man, Coach Cruz, who helps us with all of our preview. This is our flagship episode every week previewing these games uh, for those of you that perhaps have never joined us before i'm a former coach coach football down in texas and this was the scouting report this is what we would do for the opposing teams and coach cruz came along he joined he does a lot of this back work executive producers tony r david g philip k kilton niner 49ers george 365 we are a huge team um that has just Try to develop content to make the fan experience better um, and to know what a coaching perspective is like um, going into these games. And so I hope that we get to achieve that. What's up, Lee, the man, uh, the president of UK? He says, what's up, John? I'm walking out the door and jumping on a plate if my name comes up tonight. Bag's already packed. Gosh, I love it, man. And I hope I hope everybody wins. I, I want everybody to get that. What's up, Rob? How we doing, guys? So a couple things that I want to talk about. You know, this is a rematch, right? Yeah, I mean, let's just be very honest. It's a rematch from 2019. Every coordinator's the same. The head coach is the same. Um, it, it's 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 just what it is. Now, sorry, every coordinator's not the same. The coordinators are the same for the Chiefs, not for us. You know, Spagnola was there, all that stuff. But every single coordinator in this game, this is what I meant to say, was a head coach. Matt Nagy, Spagnola, Reed, Shanahan. Wilkes, this is a very <clears throat> experienced Super Bowl. And you look at Shanahan and you're like, man, he's young. And he is young. 
But like at the same time, like Shanahan went in on a little bit of detail. This is his sixth Super Bowl that he's been a part of. Now, some of those you got to put a little caveat on it. But listen to Kyle Shanahan talking about his Super Bowl experiences. I'd like to say it was from hanging around the team, but it probably wasn't. I was just a ball boy who got that in um, training camp for a little bit. But just being around my dad my whole life, I think, um, definitely helps you understand the urgency of everything. I remember going to three Super Bowls um, before sixth grade when we were in the AFC and he was a coordinator. And I think the closest one of those, they lost by, I want to say 19 which, or 17, first one versus the Giants. And they lost 55 to 10 versus the Niners in the last one. So I kind of got used to that growing up, just being over in the AFC and then um, went to the Niners and won it. And that's what was so cool going back to Denver and then went in at that, um, my senior year in high school versus Green Bay. Um, I think the first time in 13 years that the AFC had won. So I'm um, just going through that and knowing how your dad is before him, after him, all that stuff. You just, you get the... Even though you don't realize you're learning it, but you, those are your life experiences. You got a very good idea of how it works, and and I've been fortunate enough to be in a few of these of my own, and um, not much different than how they were and how I remember them growing up. That's awesome, and so it matters. If you've been there, you know it matters. That's just the way that it goes. So let's do this. Um, I, I think it's time. Uh, let, let's let's do this. And just for those of you that are new, we do this all the time. We're a year-round show. Just when the season ends doesn't mean we stop. This is my full-time job. And so it's it's all year long. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, please do so. And if you haven't turned on notification, hit that bell. But let's do this. Um, here we go. Here's our wheel spinner. Um, and... Here we go. I can show you everything's bid. You know, if you bought multiple, those are in there. I'm going to shuffle it a few times just to move everything around. We're going to spin this and whoever it goes to, it goes to it's, it's a one spin and they get it. And so I wish everybody luck guys. Yeah, it's nervous, but uh, the whole idea is whoever does win, share that experience with us as best you can. Uh, whether that's through social media or whatever else, and we'll kind of go through that. So here we go. Without further ado, I'm going to shuffle it one more time. All the names are present on there. Let's spin this bad boy. Let's see what we got. Ah, winner gets two tickets together to the Super Bowl. Let's get it done. And the winner is none other than Gavin Quinn. Congratulations to the man himself, Gavin um, you guys are the best. I love it. Um, I, I hope, you know what? I'm going to do something kind of weird. Uh, let, let's do this because whenever everybody put in their information, I'm doing this. Um, uh, is, is this weird? I want to call him. I don't know if Gavin's live in the chat or not, but I want to call him. Uh, let, let's, let's set this up. Uh, we, we get the chance to make somebody's freaking dream come true. Let's seize this moment. I hope he answers. Let's see here. I want to make sure I got the phone number right. All right. We're, we're doing this. Uh, congrats to Gavin. I'm calling him. I'm going to put it on speaker. Uh, let's see how this goes. I hope he goes through to the right number. Watch him not answer. Oh, it didn't go through. It didn't go through. Well, I'll call him afterwards. We'll get all those details set up and all that stuff. Um, congrats to Gavin Quinn. You are the freaking legend. Um, I just try to share this experience as best we can because uh, I might even try to get a little bit later whenever I've got a, you know another video played and see if we can get him on the air. But for everybody else that did it, 
I apologize. I wish everybody could win, um, but we're just going to keep doing, you know, the whole goal was trying to create an opportunity for somebody to go to the Super Bowl that perhaps couldn't afford to buy those tickets. And so th that's what it is. But congrats to Gavin and to everybody else. I apologize. You guys are the best. We'll do stuff like this in the future again. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Now, l let's talk Super Bowl and kind of how the team is handling all these things. And I think that there are two vocal leaders that just embody the spirit of the 49ers probably more than anybody else. Fred Warner on one side and George Kittle on the other side. And when George Kittle was asked, like, what's the temperament like in the locker room? I think this kind of shapes it up nicely. Uh, feelings in the locker room. I think everyone's just excited. You know, we're one of two teams playing football in February. Um, you know, we have nothing to complain about. We're all very excited, happy to be here. Um, but, you know, we have a very, I think the team has a fantastic focus. We're ready to go. And, uh, you know, Sunday can't get here soon enough. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's that's huge, you know, for what's going on and all that's at play. The good news is a lot of these guys have gone through it before, and that's huge. And we'll talk a little bit about the experience. Um, but, yeah, like once you get there, you got to handle business. And that's what it is. David Ramirez, appreciate you. He says, let's go Niners. Excited for everybody in this live. Thank you for the super chat. Much appreciated. Matt, three more sleeps. It's close. I fly out tomorrow. This is going to be my last live before the Super Bowl. Because once I land in Vegas, it's prep for all the events that we're doing and all the stuff, which I don't know if you guys noticed, but you had Frank Gore open the episode, which was, you know, we recorded that. That was at the 2019 Super Bowl. Is there a fourth time working with Fred, I think? Uh, I'm sorry, with Fred, with Frank Gore. <coughs> and so I'm excited for what's to come. Really am. 
Ryan, it's been 29 years since Super Bowl 29. 29 plus 90, uh, 29 equals Super Bowl 58. That math's hard for me, but I'm glad you got it. Um, I'm glad you got it. So shout out to, uh, and for those of you, Gavin Quinn is the uh, stud who won. I'm going to try to call him a little bit later. Now, let's go through kind of the Chiefs season. L let's look at kind of what that looks like. They were 11-6. and six. They've won three playoff games. They had to play in the wild card round. They're 15th in points scored. They put up 21.8 points. They're second in points allowed, a little bit better than the Niners. 17.3 points allowed as a defense. Uh, to put that into perspective, the 49ers are right behind them third. We give up 17.5. They give up 17.3. Super close. But the difference, probably the biggest bifurcation between these two units, 49ers offense, they average 28.9 points a game. Um, so uh, just over a full touchdown more per game, I think that's huge. Now, if we look at the common opponents between these teams, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, both four and three um, against teams. Uh, the Chiefs lost to the Lions, <coughs> lost to the Eagles, lost to the Packers. But they beat the Jags. We did that. They beat the Vikings. We did not do that. They beat the Bengals. We did and they beat the Ravens. And so it's like weird. The teams that we beat, they lost to. The teams they lost to, we beat. And so it's quite interesting. But that typically happens between AFC and NFC squads. Because you don't have the experience and the know-all because you're not familiar with those units as much. And so I think that's kind of one of the very many reasons why it is what it is. Now, from a PFF standpoint, right, an analytical per snap basis on all these units, the Chiefs offense, 12th best in the NFL. Defense is tied for 15th. So on a per snap basis, they get dinged a little bit because of how aggressive they are. We'll talk about that. Special teams is fourth, and I think this is probably the biggest advantage of the Chiefs. Uh, 49ers special teams is horse manure. It's terrible. Now, since Jake Moody went six for six touchbacks, that eliminates an entire terrible thing of kickoff returns. So hopefully he could do that again. Now, one of those kicks was terrible and should have been returned, but hopefully Jake Moody could just be consistent on that end. Overall, the Chiefs are 11th from PFF. Now let's look at the Niners in those same categories. Offense first, defense second, special teams 25th, overall first place. Um, just rankings and kind of what that has looked like. Now, let's dive in, and probably one of my favorite parts of this episode every week, the coaching tree for the opposing team. Uh, Andy Reid, Spagnola, Nagy, all head coaches. Um, and a lot of things, a lot of people don't know. Um, Andy Reid, you know, he, from Los Angeles, he went to Marshall High School. Went to Glendale Community College, BYU. That's where he played. But then he came to San Francisco State. He was there for three years as an offensive line coach. So he's got, you know, his he's got some roots in his early coaching tree in the Bay Area. Northern Arizona was an offensive line coach, UTEP, Missouri. Then he went to the NFL with the Packers, um, then jumped to the Eagles, then the Chiefs. And he's He's pretty close to like all-time wins. He's up there. He, he's incredible. He's won two Super Bowls, been a coach of the year, blah, blah, blah. He's done all those things. But he's got 25 postseason wins, which is incredible. 
25 and 16 is his career. Now, the offensive play caller, which is really Andy Reid, but Matt Nagy, heck of a coach. He's a New Jersey guy. Um, you know, went to college in Delaware. You look at what he did. He actually was a high school coach in Pennsylvania, a quarterback's coach, and he was there for eight years as a high school coach. Jumped all the way to the NFL as an intern with the Eagles under Andy Reid, and he's just kind of bounced around. Had that little stint with the Bears. And just, you know, it's what it is. Now he's been back with the Chiefs since he got fired from the Bears. Steve Spagnuolo is incredible. I, I, Massachusetts guy. Um, absolutely love what he's done. Um, he was a GA at Massachusetts to get his start as a coaching career. Then was an intern for Washington in 1983. Bounced around colleges. Went to Barcelona. Um, coached up there. Maine, Rutgers, Bowling Green, Frankfurt Galaxy. Remember the NFL world? I used to watch that stuff all the time growing up before he finally got a job with the Eagles back in 1999 as an assistant. Then defensive coordinator for the Giants, head coach for the Rams for three years. We remember that. Saints, Baltimore, Giants again, Giants again, then with the Chiefs since 2019. Um, and I'm pretty sure his head coaching tenure is probably done. I, I think he's just going to be a coordinator. I think that's what it looks like. Um, now, players, Super Bowl players for the 49ers and Chiefs who have played for each other. And there's a lot of overlap there. Charvarius Ward, he started for them in the Super Bowl. Now he's with us. Charles Amenehu was with us. Now he's with them, but he tore his ACL, so he's not going to be playing. Jarek McKinnon, the only player really on the injury report besides Joe Thune, um, he was limited in practice. You remember Kyle Shanahan gave him all that money, and he just never got healthy. And then whenever he left, he talked trash about Shanahan and the 49ers. He's had success, though. Um, but <laughs> believe you me, there's going to be some bad blood because he's one of the guys that has talked uh, negatively about Shanahan and the 49ers since he's left. A lot of people haven't done that. Most people that leave, all positive things. But Jarek McKinnon was not one of those. He very clearly blamed Kyle Shanahan for his issues um, despite him not staying healthy. Richie James, he's on their team now. Blaine Gabbert, my least favorite 49ers player of all time. Can't stand that dude. Um, he's their backup. Chris Conley was with them. Now he's us. And then Blake Bell, um, who we, we drafted a long time ago. Um, he is their number three tight end. So I, it's interesting because the overlap is huge, you know, and whatever you get all those things and how it's kind of, you know, back and forth, back and forth and all that stuff. It, it, there's a lot of tie there. These guys know each other. And here is Shanahan talking. This was after the game against the NFC championship at the press conference about being a quote unquote rematch. Uh, I haven't had a lot of time to think about that. You know, I didn't watch any of their game. Um, wasn't sure who won it until someone told me right before we went out. But it's, I mean, they're a hell of a team. Uh, they got a hell of a coach, hell of a quarterback, hell of a defense. Uh, haven't got to see him much this year just because we haven't had a lot of crossover tape, but we already have a pretty good idea how it's going to look. I mean, they've been doing it for a while, and um, since, since we met them in 19, it seems like they've been there every year since. And we've been trying really hard to get back to that moment. We've been close a number of times, and this time we got it done, and we're going to spend these two weeks to prepare and make sure it's a hell of a game. That's what you got to do. And there's a lot of overlap. Now, we went through the overlap. Let's talk about who's left. Because, yeah, 
it's 49ers versus Chiefs, but there's not a lot of players left just from that game to now. It's totally different. Now, some of the best players, Patrick Mahomes, right? Let's go through the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, obviously, we all know who he is. Travis Kelsey. He was awesome. Uh, six catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Chris Jones. Yeah, he's probably the second. He's the second highest paid defensive player behind only Nick Bosa. Um, he only had one assisted tackle in that Super Bowl, but he had three passes defensed uh, against um, Jimmy Garoppolo. That was huge. Miko Hardman, he's not a part of their game plan really at all anymore. Um, Blake Bell, he didn't really do too much. Harrison Buck, Butker, their kicker. Long snapper, James Winchester. Always got to give the line long snappers credit. Uh, defensive tackle, Derek Nandi, not going to play in this game. He would be a defensive tackle starter. Charles Aminihu, again, he's out too. So two of their D-line guys are out. We have one out with Cleveland Farrell. And guard, Nick Allegretti. He was on their practice squad back in 2019. Now he's starting for the injured Joe Thune. And one of my favorite matchups this whole game is going to be Javon Kinlaw versus Allegretti. I, I'm excited about that. And their center, Austin Ryder, who started for them back then, now he's a practice squad guy behind Creed Humphrey, one of the best centers in the NFL. Defensive tackle, Mike Pinnell. Um, he's there as well. So that's their whole layover between what they had in 2019 versus what they have now. Now let's do the Niners. A little bit of a different story. George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Kyle Juszczyk, Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Mitch Wisnowski. You throw in Roz Dwelly, but he's not going to be activated. Do you see the difference? They have three key players. Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones. And they're giant three players that were there in 2019 that are there now. Count the key players for the 49ers. Kittle, Debo, Juice, Fred, Greenlaw, Armstead, Bosa. You know, I, if you want to put Mitch in there, I don't have a problem with it. He's our best special teamer. But you see the difference? The 49ers have been able to keep more of the paramount pieces. Why? Because they haven't had to pay a quarterback. That's why. So not paying the quarterback has allowed them to pay all those other players that are all in extensions. Kittle extension, Debo extension, Juice extension, Warner extension, Greenlaw extension, Armstead extension, Bosa. You see what I'm saying? Like, salary cap matters. And because the Niners haven't had to pay quarterback yet, they were able to keep all those key players, whereas the Chiefs were not. They had to let, you know, Tyreek go, Charvarius Ward go. And now we're talking about side changes because Charvarius Ward, he's with us. Three-year, $40 million deal, we were able to get him. Richie James, he's on their side right now, but he's not really playing too much. And even if, like, it, it even goes past coaches and players. The referees are the same. Like, Vinovich is going to be the ref. He was the ref back in the old Super Bowl. And, you know, it's what it is. They don't call holding. We know that. We know that. And so it's it's a trip, man. There is really just a lot of layover with these two teams. They really, really are. Now, the history of these matchups, the Chiefs lead the series 8-7. to seven. We've only played 14, uh, 15 times. But the 49ers have lost five of the last six, and a lot of that has to do with Mahomes. It really, really does. He's been great. Now, the last time he played, just last year, it was right after the Christian McCaffrey trade. Uh, Chiefs dominated, beat us by 21 points. They won 44-23. to 23. 
It was a three-point game at the half. But Dre Greenlaw got injured. DFF went in, and they exploited the hell out of it. Um, Mahomes threw for 423 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, it was bad. Jimmy Garoppolo was still playing in that game. This was before the Dolphins game. But he threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, but five sacks. That was a killer. Um, and, yeah, Jeff Wilson was our leading running back. Christian McCaffrey, he played the first half that went out. Ty Davis-Price got carries. Like, it was a trip. And so, like, things have changed dramatically since that point. Um, no doubt about it. They're still a very good team, obviously. They're in the Super Bowl. But they're not as good as they were then. Now, Mahomes might be able to mask a lot of that. But it, it's not the same thing. It really, really isn't. And so, I, I, I don't know. I think the Chiefs are damn good. And they for sure should win this, like could win this game. Like I, either team can come out of the victorious. It's a two-point spread. But they're not as good as they were. The 49ers are much better than they were. That is consistently accurate, in my opinion. But how much does Mahomes make up for all that stuff? You see what I'm saying? Um, that, that That's kind of the thing that's different. Now, let's go through the Chiefs' defense. Let's, let's talk about this because uh, their defensive ranks is the strength of their team. I know Mahomes and Kelsey are over there. Not the strength. Not even close. Chiefs' defense. Second in points scored, or points allowed. Second in yards allowed. 49ers offense, second. I mean, it's it's number two versus number two. 27th in turnovers. They don't really get a lot of turnovers. That's not what they're trying to do. Third in first downs allowed. Fourth in passing yards. Third in yards per pass attempt. 49ers are first in that. But what they're best at, second fewest explosive plays allowed in the passing game. The Chiefs defense doesn't give up huge passes. And now you think for a team that blitzes as much as Spags does, he blitzes more than any other team in the NFL, especially on first down, they'd give up explosives, but they haven't. Brock Purdy being number one versus the blitz, that's going to be a fun matchup. Now, negatives, and there are negatives. They don't get interceptions, only eight on the year. That's 27th out of 32 teams. 24th in yards per pass rush. 32nd APA versus the run. You can run against this team. They're not good against the run consistently. They're not. But you've got to stay committed to it. If you go watch that Ravens AFC championship game, they quit running the ball. I think their running backs had six rushes in the second half. They just gave up. They just gave up. A lot of great players. Chris Jones, unbelievable. Trent McDuffie, that dude is just great. Leo Chanel, uh, who's kind of a hybrid linebacker, he's fun. Like, they've got guys everywhere. Legereus Sneed, Beast. They're DBs. They're secondary. Great. Now, there's some bad players there, too, though. And I, one of my things I want to see is Kittle going against their linebackers and safeties. That's going to be key. Listen to Kittle talk about what he's excited about. Overall, like, you want to step on guys' toes and, you know, get, them, get around them, I would say – Linebackers, um, you can be physical with them, but like that's usually what they're going to do to you. So you might want to use your speed and quickness over them a little bit more. Uh, they're going to try to grab and hold on a little bit more because they're fighting for their lives. And not every single one, but a lot of them. Um, DBs, you know, a lot of them shop, soft shoe, or a lot of them, um, you know, don't want you to get as close to you because they try to use their athleticism over yours as a tight end. But 
uh, I kind of try to get my best to just get on them as quickly as possible before I make any type of cut because then at, at the top of the route, they're usually going to grab and hold, and most of the time that gets seen. Or, you know, if they back up too much, you can make a nice cut and just go across their face. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It, that's the thing like Kittle the 49ers offense and the way in which that they try to have success is mismatches and matchups no linebacker safety can guard Kittle you know step for step uh, no you know linebacker can guard CMC no corner is going to be able to tackle Debo consistently no corner is going to be able to stay in man coverage, which the Chiefs do a lot, and Legereus Sneed, and, you know, their corners are incredible. McDuffie, you can't guard Ayuk one-on-one in man coverage. You can't do it. And if Spags is going to blitz, you've got to catch him with their hand in the cookie jar. There's players to exploit. Even if Legereus Sneed goes out there and has the best game of his career and shuts down one of those wide receivers, well, guess what? What about your slot guy? What about Mike Ed- Edwards, who's not a great safety? What about, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like there's ways to manipulate a defense because every defense has deficiencies. And so you got to go out there and you got to make those plays count. That's huge. That is huge. So we'll, we'll see. Now their scheme and kind of what they do is kind of fun going through their film. They run a 4-2-5 just like we do. Uh, that's our nickel package. Four down linemen, two backers, five defensive backs, 43% of the time. They're in a base formation, 4-3-4, 33% of the time. And then they do a dime with one linebacker. So they do a 4-1-6, um, 12% of the time. So that's kind of what they do. Now, when the 49ers are in 12 personnel, one back, two tight ends, they play base. That forces a linebacker on CMC or Kittle every damn play, unless they're blitzing. You see what I'm saying? Like, Shanahan can dictate the matchups he wants. We couldn't do that in 2019 because of Jimmy Garoppolo. That that was an issue because teams just sold out to stop the run. Jimmy proved he couldn't win over the top. And I know it's more convoluted than that, but. That's what it is. Now, in 21 personnel, Kyle Juszczyk, right? Two backs, one tight end. So that's CMC, Kyle, Juszczyk, and then Kittle. They're in base 74% of the time. Again, CMC and Kittle against linebackers. You're going to be able to figure this out. You know what they're going to be in. They blitz on 43% of plays. Well, Brock Purdy, guess what? Best quarterback in the NFL versus the blitz. He's the best. And... One of the things that I think is key about Purdy and Kyle, and you heard it all week in the, in the Super Bowl, you know, press conferences, is how much they trust him. Here's Kyle, or sorry, here's Brock talking about earning the team's trust, and that's reflected in Kyle's play calling. I mean, last year, you know, when I stepped in, we were all, we were on a roll as a team. Just obviously, we had our, the Super Bowl um, on our minds and, and on our, in our sights. So, you know, for for me, really, it was like, all right, we're rolling. I'm just continuing to do what Jimmy had done. Uh, before and and didn't want to you know lose a step or take a step back as an offense. So for for me, I didn't really know or understand um, until probably this year. You know, 
Um, you know, we, we went on a roll. We were 5-0. and And then, honestly, when we had, you know, went on a streak of losing some games, um, that's, I feel like, when you start, you know, questioning and, and seeing how guys uh, respond to you. Um, and my team had my back, you know, even through those three games that we lost in a row. Um, you had guys on defense, Dre Greenlaw, Fred, Eric Armstead, like all those guys continue to come up to me and say, dude, we got your back. You know, this is the NFL. It's not easy. And so um, it was in those moments that I knew I was, all right, these guys got my back and we can go. And, and so, like, that's huge. Like, they play together and Debo's like, you know, people are asking Debo, like, oh, what about this player? This player is like, well, you forgot these players. And that That's just kind of who he is. And they all just kind of have their back, which is really, really cool. Now, back to this Chiefs defense, they gave up the worst completion percentage over expectation in two areas, like not like bad, like 32nd, dead last in the NFL. The short left side of the field, so past the line of scrimmage, 0 to 10 yards, left side of the numbers. Worst, 32%, like 30 sec- not 32%, 32nd in the NFL out of 32 teams. They gave up a 104.9 rating there. And deep middle. They don't give up a lot of like deep passes, but that one spot deep middle, they're terrible there. Dead last in the NFL. Well, Brock has 135.4 passer rating in those two areas. So there was a game, I think it was the Packers game, where Brock did not complete one pass outside the right side of the numbers. Well, Derek Zoolander, force and left, that's going to be open this game. Debo slants, quick out routes to Iuke, all those things, they should be there. And again, back to this point, and I want to drive this home. Chiefs defense has the worst rush EPA allowed in the NFL. And they're dead last again outside the left end. So outside runs to the offense's left side. That is huge. Kyle Shanahan, are you going to run the ball? It's, I think it's hard to win consistently in this league if you can't run the ball. I mean, no matter how good of a passing game you have, no matter how good of a defense, um, I don't. it doesn't matter. I mean, you can do it here and there and always pull it off, but the most consistent way to win is to be balanced and to put pressure on everybody. And um, we love being able to stick with the run game, so you make people force it. I mean, you make people defend it, and then people defend it. Uh, everything gets a little bit easier. People can stop your run game without committing to it. Everything's a lot harder. That's huge. Uh, Shout out to my man, Vince. He says, you know, the Chiefs this season only scored 30 points against the Chargers, Raiders, and early season Bears. A Purdy 30 gets the job done. I agree with you 1,000%. And I appreciate you, man, and and all you do. And right here, like, I think this is huge too, Vince. Everyone's picking the Chiefs to win because Mahomes. I understand the logic. He's that damn good. He's that good. But it's not that simple. There's 22 starters out there. There's 22 players on the field every single play. And Mahomes might be the best. He hasn't been the best this year, but he's been good enough to win to, the, to get to the Super Bowl. And so, yeah, I'm with you, Vince. I, I, I agree because there's a lot more than that. You got to run the ball. And the more the 49ers run the ball, like, oh, yeah. And, and you know, right here – uh. Bayou, what's up, man? Appreciate you. He says, Mahomes is not that damn good. The NFL, no, Mahomes is that good. Uh, and yeah, I know a lot of people, tin foil, you know, everything's rigged, whatever else. And yeah, there's a lot of things that ain't right. And if you went back to the Super Bowl where they lost, you could change some things there. 
but Mahomes is that good. He is that good. You know, I would argue he's had the best start to any career for a quarterback in NFL history, and I don't think it's close. We'll see what happens. Hopefully this starts the end of that. Uh, I'm not a Mahomes fan. Don't like them, but he is pretty damn good. Um, so with that, let's flip. Let, let's talk about the Chiefs offense and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Let's let's listen to Kyle Shanahan's thing on facing Reid and Mahomes. It's not a coincidence why they have. I mean, I think the quarterback is as hard to beat as anyone who's ever played the game. Uh, the things he can do from a talent standpoint. Um, and then you pair that up with his scheme with Andy, how Andy runs a team. Um with Mahomes' experience now. I mean, that's why no matter what type of game it is, whether it's low scoring, high scoring, um, whether they're struggling or not, I mean, they always have a chance. He's gonna, if they can keep it close, he's really tough to stop. And when you can always have a chance and you also got a really good defense, you got a great coaching staff, a great head coach, um, that's usually a very good formula to win most games. There we go. I like that. And Akshay, I love this. If it was rigged, the Cowboys would be in it more. I do agree with that. Like, the Chiefs aren't even a big market team. Um, like, they're going to be outnumbered. 49ers fans are going to outnumber them big time. Uh, but I do agree that the NFL loves narratives. If that was the case, Brock Purdy's the narrative you want to get behind. So uh, we'll see there. We'll see there. Oh, right here. What's up, Chiefs fan? Easy Super Bowl repeat. Chiefs by 30. You haven't scored 30 since November. I smell a lot of Swiss cheese, Niners secondary, easy. I love it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to allow Kyle to respond to your uh, your comments real quick. Oh, I understand. I don't think you understand. Um... There we go. Uh, I think that solves that one. So uh, let, let, let's go through these rates for the Chiefs offense. So uh, for somebody that say they're going to win by 30, good Lord, uh, please go bet because you'd make so much money, so much money. Now, here are the Chiefs' offensive ranks. 15th, their league average in points scored. 49ers defense, third. Ninth in total yards. That's one of their better ones. 49ers defense, eighth in yards allowed. 23rd in turnovers. That's not good. And, you know, Mahomes will put the ball in jeopardy consistently. Uh, there's no doubt about that. 20th in fumbles lost. 17 interceptions. That's not great. Um, ninth and first down, six passing yards, eight passing touchdowns, 26 in rush attempts. They give up on the run. Now, Isaiah Pacheco's amazing. I love that dude. He's not as good as CMC, but he's really, really good. And if there's one player that, like, look, if you told me Isaiah Pacheco has a bad day running, I don't think the Chiefs can win this game. They've got to have some type of balance. They really, really do. Um, 19th in rush yards, 26th in rush touchdowns. They don't run the ball well. 6th um, and 3rd down, 16th and 4th down, 17th in red zones. They don't score. They kick a lot of field goals, a whole lot of field goals. So uh, can they, you know, the 49ers defense make them kick field goals? We saw what happened against Green Bay. We saw what happened against the Lions. That was the difference in both those games, red zone defense. And so, and look, they're good. Here's Bosa talking about their offensive line and kind of what they do well. Their running back is, runs really hard, um, and then all the other threats that Mahomes and everybody else create kind of open it up because you're not expecting as much of a run-heavy game. And um, But, yeah, they have a really good O-line, and um, I think Pacheco has kind of revamped their run game. Yeah, and so right here, Kyle, Lions offensive line is better 
than, than theirs. Oh, it's not even close. Yeah. The, the, the chiefs have a better old line than we do. Um, you know, when yesterday's episode with me and Wayne, we went position by position, three out of the five offensive linemen we picked were chiefs. We, we took Trent and John Feliciano. The other three were chiefs. Like they have a better old line. Um, but, um, at the same time, how do you feel about that old line, Bosa? They hold a lot. <laughs> they hold a lot. Um, they, they kind of coach it that way. And Vinovich ain't going to call it. It's it's not great, but that's what it is. Mahomes, just from a PFF standpoint, 90.3. He's the third highest rated quarterback. Rasheed Rice, stud. He's Mahomes' number one option. Um, and then let's talk Travis Kelsey because – He's a beast. He's had a down year. There, there's no doubt about that. But here, here's Kittle talking about his buddy, Travis Kelsey, and they're good friends. I think we both have a pretty similar mentality about, you know, we have a standard for ourselves. We want to play at a very high level. I think we both love the game of football. We both love our teammates. Um, we both like to make big plays. We both like touchdowns, stuff like that. Um, differences. You know, I think, the, I think we both play tight end, but we just both play it a very different way. But it works for both of us because of the way our offenses are. Hey, Faithful, are you facing challenges getting new clients for your business? Power Brand Systems is changing the game for many businesses like yours. Score touchdowns worth of quality leads with their innovative online marketing tools. And also, I got to say this. The owner is part of the Faithful, close friend of mine. He helped build the49ersrush.com, which is feeding my family. Whether you're aiming to skyrocket your business visibility with high converting ads, stand out on Google searches, or gather five-star reviews, Power Brand Systems has got your back. And my favorite thing about what they do, they have a social media planner feature that's a true game changer. I've been using it post-flow effortlessly across various social media accounts. You won't find this level of convenience anywhere else. And on top of that, you can try it for 14 days completely risk-free. Visit powerbrandsystems.com slash john j-o-h-n that's powerbrandsystems.com slash john to get started today because let's face it when it comes to boosting your business why make it complicated keep it simple keep it smart here's to your unstoppable success it's different you know i i did a field breakdown of the kansas city chiefs offense over on our patreon and the 49ers rush.com first three plays of the game Kelsey didn't block one person, didn't even try to block one person. And it, it was like watching something foreign, seeing a tight end not give effort blocking is weird. It's really weird. He's got a 45 run blocking grade on the year. Doesn't mean he's not incredible. Does not mean he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer and worthy. He is. But like, it's different. You have this crazy physical stud in Isaiah Pacheco. The rest of the guys pretty soft uh, i think creed humphrey's a beast their center by far one of my favorite draft picks I had a first round grade on him uh niners had a chance to get him traded back and then he was still on the board and they took uh aaron Banks. who Aaron Banks has been good whenever he's healthy he's really good but creed humphrey's going to be an all pro for a decade straight that dude is a beast now weaknesses and there's a lot Jawan taylor the right guard I don't even think he's that much better than Colton McKivitz, to be honest with you. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he just runs go routes. Not very good. Basically, Danny Gray, he's a starter for them. Donovan Smith, their left tackle, terrible. He's long in the tooth and old and got experience, but not good. 
Justin Watson, not good. Left guard, Nick Allegretti, Dooney's replacement, not good. Now you look at this, this offense. Here's what's crazy. You know, I started pulling numbers. The Kansas City Chiefs offense is the most deacon dunk quarterback in, uh, system in the entire NFL. Only Bryce Young has fewer deep touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes this year. That's it. Every starter. Bryce Young has one deep touchdown pass. Patrick Mahomes has two on the whole season, including the playoffs. Two. That's it. Do you know who has the most deep touchdown passes in the NFL? Now, you, you guys know. It's Brock Purdy with 12. Like, and even if you look at just routine passes, the average depth of target for Patrick Mahomes is 6.9 yards. That's like Drew Brees, Jimmy Garoppolo territory. It's one of the, it's the lowest in the NFL. And on top of that, they don't do play action. It's catch, throw, catch, throw, catch, throw, catch, throw. That, that's what they're trying to do. Um, 657 dropbacks this year for Patrick Mahomes. No play action. Catch, throw. That's what they do. The number two player with the most dropbacks, non-play action was Sam Howell. He was second with 588. That's 70 passes difference. Catch throw. I mean, it's it's the definition of dink and dunk. They don't throw it deep. It's just boop, 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 boop. That's what it is. Now, we look at what the defense does, the 49ers defense. We're a rally and tackle team. Have they had issues in the playoffs? You bet your rear end they have. They got to get that fixed. They got to get that fixed. No doubt about it. Now, let's talk... Let's talk favorite matchups, okay? And the way we do this is for our defense. Let's stick with our defense, their offense. The Chiefs' best matchup, the 49ers' best matchup, then the best blue chip on blue chip, best on best. Their best matchup is Mahomes versus our defense. There's no doubt about it. He's the best. And, you know, he's the top paid player and blah, 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 blah. Four Super Bowls in six years. All those things. Bosa, what are you going to do about it? I think keeping him in the pocket as best as he can is one of the big things, just because he loves to improvise and do all that stuff. And then full-on effort, uh, Kyle called it, defensive line stamina is the key to the game. Keep him in the pocket. Make him throw to beat you. Not that he can't win that way. But when that dude scrambles, it gets rough. And so, uh, yeah, he's going to be complaining to the refs the whole time. That's his whole MO. That's his personality. Complain, complain, complain. That's just what they're going to do. And I hate that crap. Be smart. All those things. But their best matchup is Mahomes versus whomever. The 49ers' best matchup, Nick Bosa versus either tackle. Bosa haven't had it, hasn't had his best year. Uh, but you don't win that game against the Lions without him. Those two sacks were key. And one of my bets this week is that Bosa goes over, you know, a half sack. I, I think that's coming. So that's one of the things that I think is important. You know, Bosa versus either tackle should be just fine. And my honorary us matchup, I said this last episode, Javon Kinlaw is playing like a man possessed. Him against that backup left guard, Allegretti, I'm excited. Javon Kinlaw, I mean, Javon Hargraves disappeared. Hopefully the week off, he comes back ready to play. But he's coming off his two worst games as a 49er. Yeah, I don't know if he just ran out of juice or what, 
but I love Hargrave. I love that signing. I think it's been awesome. He's been one of our most consistent defensive linemen all year until the playoffs. He has not been good. In fact, I think he's been really bad. So don't know what's going to happen there, but man, you got to get Kinlaw more snaps. That dude, he is unbelievable right now. So, so we'll see what happens there. Now, the best blue chip on blue chip, there, there, it's Kelsey versus, you know, if we're in zone coverage, which the Niners want to do, it's going to be Kelsey versus our linebackers, Warner and Greenlaw. That's going to be huge. If we go man, it's going to be Kelsey versus Gibson. We got to see what's going to happen. And, you know, uh, oh, we got Gavin in the chat. Is Gavin here? Um, What's up? Uh, Somebody said Gavin's here. Oh, here we go. Gavin Quinn, if this is you, I tried calling you, man. Um, And so I've got your email and your phone number. You won freaking two Super Bowl tickets, brother. Uh, So happy for you, man. Uh, Tried calling you. It didn't go through. I'm going to email you, and we'll talk, and we'll get all the details after um, after this episode's done, I'll email you forty. Or you email me forty niners rush podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll talk and we'll go through everything and transfer tickets and all that stuff. So happy for you. So glad you're here, man. Um, yeah, congratulations. You're going to the freaking Super Bowl, man. How cool is that? I love everybody in here. Thank you, Rob. Everybody just talking about how great this is. That's awesome, man. Um, so shout out to him. Ah. God, that excites me, man. Uh, <laughs> I know I tried to call him to get him live on air, but it didn't really work through. That's okay. Um, but gosh, I, I'm freaking, uh, I'm so pumped right now. I am so excited. Uh, it makes me happy. I was really worried. I wasn't going to be able to get through and contact him. And I was like, oh no, what am I going to do? Uh, but gosh, congratulations, Gavin. Um, now let's flip the switch. Let's talk about the 49ers offense versus the Chiefs defense, which I think is the best matchup this game. Everybody want to talk Mahomes? That's great. The two best units are the 49ers offense, the Chiefs defense. That's what really is going to determine this game. Their best matchup, Chiefs. Chris Jones versus our interior offensive line, not named John Feliciano. Feliciano's a beast. He's been playing great. But Chris Jones... Versus our center, yikes. Banks, yikes. That's that's what scares me. He's that damn good. Now, 49ers' best matchup is CMC versus anybody. And you could even add in Kittle. Kittle versus those linebackers. They're athletic linebackers. They're great. They're not Kittle great. They're not CMC great. They're not. Now, the best blue chip matchup, it's wide receivers on corners. Good Lord. That is just awesome. Ayuk and Debo versus Sneed and McDuffie. Oh, man. That is going to be fun. That is going to be fun. I, I'm really excited about that. Now, we've got stuff. I haven't even talked about this yet. Good Lord. I'm such a goofball. We've got huge parties this weekend. So pumped. Frank Gore, Navarro Bowman. We're going to be out at Chickies and Pete's at the Sahara excuse me, the day before. And the flyer on here says two to eight. It's going to be one to eight. We were able to bump it up and rent the venue out for some more time. We just want to make sure everybody gets in and has a good time. We're close to capacity on this, uh, which is a huge, awesome venue. I'm super excited about this. And this is a meet and greet. So if you head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, you can get your tickets now. Um, Like, 
look, that gets you in the building, and then you can buy the autographs, you know, meet and greet. They sign anything. This is not sign a picture. This is you bring a jersey, they sign a jersey, you take a picture with Frank Gore and Navarro Bowman. Uh, this is going to be one of the best events. It's not just an appearance. They're not just showing up. You get to hang out with these dudes. It's going to be incredible. So head over to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We're going to sell out and hit capacity. So if you're one of those people, you can try to show up the day of. It will try to work you in. But buy your tickets, guys. It's 30 bucks. Renting out a venue in Vegas is not cheap. It helps cover that. It helps pay for the players, all that stuff. Now, our watch party, I'm so pumped about this one, man. Uh, I wanted to go to the game, but I understand a lot of people can't. So we wanted to create an experience that's, you know, next best thing to be in there. And this is not a small party. I, I mean, this is a 500-person 49ers party on the strip. 50 TVs, you know, tables. And it's not just a watch party. That's the thing. This is unlimited premium drinks. Great food. Covered. And on top of that, whenever you buy your ticket, it covers everything. So your ticket, you don't have to spend another penny. Gratuity's been added into it. All that stuff is taken care of. You buy your ticket, you come in, you celebrate, enjoy the game with the faithful. I'll be there. It's going to be at Caillou, um, which is in the Link Promenade. It's going to be incredible. Now, I think last time I checked, we had two to three tables left inside. There are still outside patio tables, which is covered. There are TVs. There's heaters out there, but you're not indoors. We only have so much space. Standing room um, only is available, but go check it out. Do not wait. This is selling out, guys, period. That's what it's going to be. So let's get to our bets of the week. Your 49ers are geared up for the Super Bowl. They're going up against the Chiefs, and guess what? You get a front-row seat with my bookie. Whether you're aiming to cash in on the big game or just looking to have some fun times with friends, my bookie brings the Vegas experience straight to you. Huge selection of pregame bets. You can wager on everything from the opening corn toss, the color of Taylor Swift's sweater. My bookie is a platform that offers something to everyone. And whenever you sign up using promo code 49ERS or... Hit this QR code right to the, the side of me. You get to choose a variety of offers that are available to suit your playing style. Whether you want bonuses, cash back, all those things. All you got to do is just sign up using promo code 49ERS. So if you're itching for a sports book and casino that amplifies the thrill and maximizes your winnings, my bookie is your MVP. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. And I mean from anywhere. Only with my bookie. Man, I'm pretty excited. I posted all of our bets over on the 49ersrush.com. Uh, so if you want to see those, head over there. One of my favorite bets that I have this week um, is that the 49ers will have the longest touchdown play of the game. Um, that one's huge to me. You talk about a dink and duck offense with not a lot of explosive players. Marquez Valdez-Scantling's kind of the guy. The 49ers have been the best in the NFL at explosive plays, explosive touchdowns. I think that's just something that's going to take place. So that's one of my favorite bets. And I mean, you can literally bet anything over there. It's hilarious. Uh, the Super Bowl is always fun. And so if you want a little bit of an extra um, thing, uh, you know, let, let's, man, Gavin, I, I keep trying to call your number. It's not going through, man. Um, so like the number you gave me, I don't think is the right number. Um, let me see. I'm trying it again. 
Yeah. I, I don't think you gave the right number, brother. So you got to email me um, because the number that we have whenever you filled out your forms not going through. So uh, you got to email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'll, I'll keep checking the email. You give me the number, I'll call you. We'll, we'll set that up. But the number you, that's on the form that you filled out, it's not going through. It's going through to another business company, and it's, it's not working. So uh, I, I'd love to set that up, man. But uh, I'll keep checking my email, and maybe we can get to it before this is over. So I'm trying to set it up, man. I, I want you on here. But, uh, yeah, it's it's not the right number. So don't put it in the chat. <laughs> don't do that. Now, um, some interesting connections between players. Listen to all these. These are fun. Um, Charlie Warner, Mikhail, McCall Hardman, Malik Herring were all together at Georgia. Feliciano and Devin Bush were at Miami. Always got Michigan, guys. Ambry Thomas, Ronnie Bell, Jake Moody, Mike Dana, they were at Michigan. Mooney Ward, Richie James, Darius, uh, Darius Harris, Middle Tennessee State. Love to see that. Drew Tranquil and Aaron Banks, Notre Dame. Trent Williams, John Winchester, their long snapper, Oklahoma. Carl Loftus and Jalen Graham, Purdue. Uh, Rasheed Rice, Danny Gray, SMU. CMC, Justin Reed. Eric Reed's brother, who we drafted in the first round. Um, you know, they, they were together at Stanford. That's awesome. D winners, Lucas Niang at TCU. Jawan Jennings, Trey Smith, Tennessee. And Jalen Moore, Sky Moore, who's back playing now. Um, and Mike Caliendo were all together at Western Michigan, uh, which is awesome. And so like, I love all those, you know, just different things that stick together. Um, it matters to these players knowing the guy on the other side of the field. It matters. It's huge. Now let's get to some predictions and I want you guys to drop your predictions. Um, let, let let's set it up. Let, let's do it. I want to go through defense and offense first. And again, you can drop in the chat, what you think the score is going to be. It could be something more specific about Debo getting six catches for 90 yards and a touchdown, so-and-so getting this many tackles, whatever it is. Um, drop it in the chat. The 49ers defense has started slow in back-to-back -back games of the playoffs. Terrible. Great in the second half. Terrible in the first half. Now, here's what's weird, and a lot of people might disagree with me here. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. I think the 49ers defense can start slow. I don't want them to. They can start slow like they did the last two games and still win. But I hope they come out with fire. Chiefs offense isn't going to blow anybody out of the water. Yeah, that, that's just not going to happen. And so uh, they don't win shootouts. That's not who they are. They haven't scored thirty over 30 points in forever. And it's only been against the worst of the worst defenses. And But the one thing that they cannot overcome is playing bad late. And so there's things that the Niners defense can do. You'd start slow and still win this game. You cannot go out there and be bad late. When Patrick Mahomes turns it on, can't let him do that. Here's Fred Warner talking about the PSD, PTSD of, you know, playing the full 60 minutes. You got to play full 60 minutes, you know, to say, uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're up by 10 points late in the game. And I'm thinking, you know, hey, like we we're about to win us a Super Bowl, and and the thing the, that thing switched pretty quick, you know, and that scarred me for life. Like, because now to this day, it doesn't matter what if it's a preseason, regular season playoff game, you know, I never start getting excited until that clock is zero, 
playing all the way all the way to the very end because they got a pretty special guy back there throwing the football and uh you know we got to do our best to to stuff them that's huge you know you've got to stick with it you have to stick with it you can't go away from what got you here the 49ers have the best fourth quarter defense in the entire nfl number one and so whenever you look at that listen to the points scored in the second half and this is huge the Kansas City Chiefs have scored eight points in the second half per game in the playoffs. They've had three games. They've averaged eight points in the second half. The 49ers, they've only played two playoff games. They're averaging 20 and a half points per second half. It's just different. They are putting up points. The Chiefs are not. Even in the AFC Championship game, Chiefs scored zero points in the second half. The Ravens just blanked it. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. And so I, I think that's huge. You know, if, if the 49ers get a strong start and they stick to what they're supposed to do, they should win this damn game. But you got to finish strong. You got to finish strong. You got to stay that awesome fourth quarter defense that you've been all year. Steve Wilkes, second half adjustments. That's huge. And again, if there's one player that I could be like, you know what, we're going to stop this guy. It's Isaiah Pacheco. Stop that dude. Um, I mean, they got a good runner. Um, he runs hard. He never. He is always the same. He's one of the more consistent players in this league. Um, every single run, first run to the last run, to whenever you turn on the clip, cold weather, on the road, at home, uh, he runs extremely hard. He's our type of runner that we like. Um, and that's, i say, the first, that's the best thing. And they got some good blockers. They got a scheme they mix up. And um, when you're real scary in the pass game, too, that always helps the run game. All right, guys. I've got the man, the legend, Gavin. How are you, brother? <laughs> I'm all right, man. I just barely survived having a minor heart attack and a stroke there, but I'm alive. Oh, I love it, man. I hope everybody can kind of hear you, Gavin. Uh, you're going to the Super Bowl, man. How do you feel? Uh, I, 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 John, I knew it, man. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I knew it. I booked my flights on my hotel on October 30th. And then whenever I got the ticket for the draw, I set an alarm on my phone this morning to remind me that the draw was today. Oh, I freaking love it. I hope and it's picking it up man. on the air. I the love it, man. Was spinning and I was shouting out my name. I was shouting Gavin Quinn, Gavin <laughs> Quinn, Gavin Quinn, and it hit. And I just nearly took the roof off the place. Oh, man. I just love it, man. And I just want to say I'll call you after the show. We don't have too much left. We'll talk details. But, man, Gavin – this means everything to all of us because a lot of people can't go to this game. I'm not going to be able to go to the game. You, man, we're going to live through you, brother. Me, I hope that's okay. I'm not. This is take that these season, these uh, tickets are going to a true fanatic, man. I'm not even joking. I have season tickets. I go to every game, every game. I never miss a game. So these tickets are going to a real fan, man. He really appreciates it. Dude, that is awesome. Gavin, you're the best. I'm going to call you after the show. Go Niners. You got to bring it home for us, man. Yes, sir. We will. We will. Oh, this is awesome. I'll call you back, Gavin. Oh, that is awesome. How cool is that, man? Like, what is this? You know, we're fans of a football team. It's pretty cool, man. Ah, oh, you know, the two things that this whole show was about, because when we started this show over seven years ago, I didn't want to be just another guy. Yeah, I am a guy. I'm like the most definition of just another guy. I wanted to increase the fan experience 
and educate people about football. And gosh, man, this is right up there. I've been to Super Bowls. I've met players. I've had a great time. That was cool, man. Ugh, I love it. I freaking love people and love this community. God, that is so awesome. I, I hope the sound came across. Probably should have kept that call going for an hour. Ah, my cheeks are redder than normal. I'm so freaking excited, man. This is awesome. Gavin's going to bring it home for us. I have no doubt. Ah, how cool is that, man? Um, Anyway, I don't think there's a lot more we could do on this, but I'm going to tell you right now. If you are not, like, pumped to the moon right now, I you're dead inside. The 49ers have the opportunity to bring home number six. They're favored. They have the better roster. You just go do what the hell you need to do. And that's it. I got the 49ers winning this game. Oh, I am so pumped about this. I think the first one that gets to 24 points, this game's over. And I think it's going to be tough. I think there's going to be ebbs and flows. I'm not one of the, I don't think we're going to blow them out. Patrick Mahomes just ain't going to allow that. Refs aren't going to allow that. It's what it is. Ah, oh, I think the Niners win. I got us winning 24 to 23 in a close one. And I think the defense is the one that comes out on top. I think the defense delivers the final stop late in the fourth quarter. Vegas ain't ready, guys. Not ready. It's going to be incredible. Ah, y'all are the best. I can't believe that just happened. I'm very excited. Way to go, Gavin. Way to go, Niners. Thank you guys for all the support all year. We're here all year, though. So even though after the Super Bowl, we'll still be making comments. We'll, we'll still be making episodes. We'll still be doing all that stuff. Oh, man, I'm excited. This is awesome. Y'all are the best. I really appreciate y'all. I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful uh, that you guys let me do this. Thank you for all the support and all of you guys that support on Patreon, the49ersrush.com, or just listening live and clicking like these videos, uh, the audio podcast listeners, you guys, everybody, man. Man, this is incredible. I'm very, very thankful. Thank you, Coach Cruz, executive producers, Timothy, David, Philip. Kilted Niner and George 365. Man, we out. This year has been a success. I only got one thing left to do. That's going to be celebrate this day of Super Bowl win. Y'all the best. As always, I don't give a damn what happens. We are who we are. That's enough. Stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.